Advice from Jesus for facing persecution. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Persecution is a reality for um, anyone who will take a stand for Jesus. Um, It is not always obvious and apparent. Often it's subtle and the undercurrent of persecution is usually felt by uh, the subtle words and actions of people um, who put us down for our faith. Um, Persecution is not always out on the extreme edges of being imprisoned and um, wrongfully um, charged uh, for religious crimes, uh, as it's true for some Christians in some countries. Uh, Just a few decades ago, if you were a Christian in China, and even still, Christianity in China is... uh, is a challenging stance because of the way the politics of the day can change so rapidly. But uh, Christians in China and other persecuted Christians around the world face the reality of jail time, imprisonment, um, wrongful incarceration, um, being uh, paraded in front of courts uh, as subversive to government and things like that, all because of their faith stance for Jesus. Now, many of us living here in the United States have faced more the subtle brand of persecution, words and actions that try to denigrate us for our faith or downplay our faith or uh, those who view it as silly or those who try to put us down for our faith um, and make us look silly among our peers or our friends at work and things like that. Um, But Jesus has something to say about the persecutions Uh, his followers face on the basis of um, their commitment to him. And so that will be the focus of our discussion today in Luke 21, verses 12 through 19. Uh, But before we get into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. And in you, O God, we are safe and secure from all alarm, (laughs) as the old hymn says. And so we rest in the promise that you have us and we are tucked safely in the palm of your hand. Uh, We are, uh, we are held by your um, incredible uh, strength. And uh, Lord, um, you gather us into your wing and you're not going to let us go. And so when we face persecutions for our faith in this life, Lord, empower us to stand firm. Uh, The goal of the persecutor is that we would back down and that we would um, um, retreat from our stance. And so, Lord God, help us to stand firm in our faith convictions. Um, We're not trying to be rude to anyone. We're not trying to be mean. We're just convicted of the truth of uh, who you are and of the world's need for you. And so, Lord, help us to, on the flip side, have such a winsome witness that uh, few would uh, dare persecute us on the basis of the love and the joy and the peace and the patience and the kindness emerging from us. So we love you, Jesus, and uh, we pray that you'd teach us through your word today. Encourage and inspire us, especially those of us who are feeling persecuted at work or in our neighborhoods and our families for our faith stance, uh, our proclamation of faith in you, Jesus. Uh, Bind up our wounds, we pray, and teach us to be uh, strong in you as we read and study today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 
All right, this is Luke 21, 12 through 19. But before all this, they will seize you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and put you in prison, and you will be brought before kings and governors, and all on account of my name. And so you will bear testimony to me, but make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves, for I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers and sisters, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. Everyone will hate you because of me, but not a hair of your head will perish. Stand firm and you will win life. These are powerful words. I, I, I have to tell you, sitting here, I am deeply moved in my spirit as I read these words. Now, the first thing that we have to contend with in this passage is its application to those to whom it was originally spoken. Now, Jesus was preparing for his death uh, on the cross, uh, that brutal crucifixion, and that death on our behalf. And then he would be buried in the ground for three days and would raise to life victorious at the resurrection. And so these words come ahead of that. And so they foreshadow for his disciples what will come after he's gone and they're left behind to carry on the mission of Christ. Now, they are not probably intuitive enough to realize what he's saying in this moment. And the Holy Spirit will bring them insight later as he did with many of Jesus' words and teachings later in their post-resurrection ministry. Um, They saw with greater clarity what Jesus was saying. And so he's preparing them in this moment for something that has not yet happened. And it's clearly something that they would not understand up to this point. They don't understand why they're going to be persecuted. They don't understand why they're going to be facing the potential of death and his because of his name and because of their association with Jesus. And so these words foreshadow what's to come. So Jesus tells them they're going to arrest you. They're going to persecute you. Uh, they're going to hand you over and put you in prison and you're going to be brought before kings all because of my name. The world is not going to understand your commitment to me. They're going to want to drive you out. They're going to want to throw you in jail. Uh, they're... they're Um, threatened by your commitment to Jesus. They're threatened by your commitment to the kingdom of God. Uh, They see you as politically subversive, and they're afraid of you, and so they're going to try to get rid of you. And he's telling them the truth. But he says to them in 14 beautiful words, uh, and, and he says in 13, And you will bear testimony to me. Because of all these things that are going to happen to you, these negative things, this persecution, you are going to be bearing a witness to me uh, based on how you respond to these terrible actions. Your faith, your standing firm, your love in the midst of their hatred will all bear testimony to Jesus' name. But then he says in 14, make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves. He says, trust me, I'm going to come through for you. How am I going to come through for you? I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. I'm going to give you words that you could not come up with on your own in the face of these accusations. I will give you words and your adversaries will be moved by them. They won't be able to contradict your words. They will not be able to resist your testimony. You will be betrayed. 
people close to you are going to betray you because of their own fear of of retribution against them because of their association with you. Um, but stand your ground, stand your ground. All of this, uh, all of this will happen because of your association with me. Everyone will hate you because of me. Everyone will be against you because of me. But not a hair on your head will perish. <laughs> what a promise! And he says, stand firm and you will win life. Now, I imagine what the first disciples must have been thinking, hearing these words. Like, what in the world is Jesus talking about? We can't even imagine why these things would be happening because of him. We can't even imagine why these things would be taking place. And so he's preparing them for some reality that has not yet occurred. He's preparing them for some future reality that they need to be ready for. And these words ripple down the uh, many, many uh, ages since Jesus spoke them to our ears today and to the many, uh, for, for us here in the States, the many small and subtle ways that we're persecuted by those around us. I believe that we're living in a time when the political winds are changing and attitudes toward Christianity are changing and the courts may begin to to get involved in uh, limiting some of our religious liberty that we've enjoyed as members of this culture. I do believe there is a time when this culture will begin to ratchet up the heat on those who are believers in Christ, and we've seen that happening, uh, that the political winds and the cultural winds toward Christianity are changing. Jesus' words to us are just as relevant now as then. Make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves, for I will give you words. You will be betrayed. Everyone will hate you, but not a hair of your head will perish. Stand firm, and you will win life. My friends, I can think of no better advice, no better guidance for us as we stand firm in our faith stance, as we refuse to retreat when the culture says, you believe uh, myths and lies. Why do you believe that silly stuff? Just become like us. Be a good person. Be a good part of our society. Uh, Just live by the rules and you know, uh, don't, uh, you don't need that religion. <laughs> and those days are coming. And in fact, many of us face that subtle pressure. Um, but stand firm and uh, receive the promises of God for you in the words of Jesus here. Stand firm and you will win life. Uh, don't worry about needing to have the words. The Holy Spirit will come alongside of you and provide you with the words to say when you're being persecuted. I am challenged, I am moved, and I am encouraged by these words, my friends. Sometimes the journey seems so long, and it seems so challenging to stand our ground. But I want to encourage you with the words of Jesus today. Accept that persecution is coming, stand firm in Him, and trust that He will provide a way for you. All right, my friends, be encouraged today as you continue to consider these words. God bless.